Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Super Talk Eagle Hour back on the air. We're glad you're with us. Bob and Kelly in the Southern Bank studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson and some very impressive guests. They're on the road today at Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel, Mississippi. So-so Mississippi, I think, to be more precise. Where things are, are much better than so-so. Yes, every day. Yes. Uh, Southern Bank Core Studio, that's where we're headquartering the broadcast today. And again, uh, the guys are at Southern Equipment and Parts. We're glad you're with us. Dickie's Barbecue Pit opens this segment of the uh, Super Talk Eagle Hour, and we're glad they do. Great friends of ours, great place to eat, great place to cater. Your next event, it just doesn't get any better than Dickie's Barbecue Pit in Hattiesburg. And don't forget the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast, Apple, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in. Or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and that way you know uh, you are never far away. Great guest today, former great Southern Miss baseball stars Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland are on the show. And uh, we're going to kick off the show by talking baseball. Obviously going to have to do something, you know, with the coaching staff, Kelly. They only won 15-10 to 10 last night, and uh, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even remotely that close. Golden Eagles really... We're kidding, of course, about the pitch. Uh, Golden Eagles bust out down in New Orleans. Uh, Gabe Broaddus uh, comes alive. He's two for three with an RBI. Nick Monastere, three for four, five RBI and a home run. And Matthew Russo busts loose last night. He's three for five with five RBIs. 22 players on the field last night, eight pitchers, Golden Eagles, Cruise Kelly Sander over UNO. That's the Nick Monastere that people are used to seeing, and that's what that's what they're expecting, you know, as a team. And frankly, that he expects of himself was the performance last night. But I think the best thing about that, and we kind of alluded to it yesterday on the program, when uh, when Chandler Best, you know, hadn't pitched in over a year, you know, you know he's got to have some butterflies, real competitor, but his teammates got out and got him some runs early. Right, so he can kind of chill just a little bit, you know, and uh, and get some of the the kinks worked out, and uh, so it was a great, it was a perfect storm for him to go out and, and pitch for the first time in over a year. Luke Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I was it was good to see Chandler back last night. I was really impressed with uh, with Chase Adams. Um, came in and you know they went you know, only went with Best for uh, for one inning, but Chase Adams came in and. Threw really well, three and a third innings, no 
hits, no runs, no walks, no hit batsmen, four strikeouts, and then it was a, an opportunity for really you know the the bullpen to be used last night. Middleton went uh, an inning and two thirds. Jake Cook, you know, struggled for the second time outing, but but it was when when he came in. You know, we were up eight, and I think Oz was just trying to let him, you know, get get a little more work. So Landon Payne came in, gave up a couple hits, but man, when that cutter was was just nasty, uh, about about ninety one miles an hour. The the lineup we should note. You mentioned Broadus. The lineup was changed again. Uh, Oz just shifting stuff uh, around. Broadus let off the game. Pratt was moved to the two hole, and uh, and then you saw Davis Gillespie um, back in in the lineup. Russo is is really uh, last night. He, hit the ball really well and it was exciting to see you know some of that power that that he can show down in the seven hole which i thought was interesting yeah i think last night we saw really for the first time some of that power that we've been hearing about all through the uh build up to the season uh, and during a ball in the off season and, and so the golden eagles really uh Really looked good last night. Uh, you know the uh, UNO team. Too early to say how good anybody is or isn't, but they were they were two and one coming into the game. They were never really in the game. Golden Eagles uh, taking command early, and again, I think the score a little misleading. They scored uh, they scored some runs late in the game when uh, when clearly the game was out of reach. So up next, and uh, <clears throat> guys, well, I, but I, before you do that, Bob, yeah. I, I thought we were going to make an official announcement. You you had hinted yeah. at it, but I yeah, thought there was an yeah. official announcement. Where we agree with right. people on the internet yeah. that the pitching coach how, and the hitting coach need to be no, no question. How, how many hits last night, Luke? Uh, you got that right there. Twelve. Twelve hits, fifteen runs. Twelve. It's not acceptable. I mean, we're gonna have to, as as the experts say that we read every day. This got this got to change. And, and, of, and of course, four, it's, fourteen strikeouts, Kelly. By uh, the way, fourteen strikeouts on the mound. It's, it's just it's, it's unacceptable. It and that's where I was going with the pitching staff. Remember, Coach Ostrander on the show Tuesday had said one of the toughest things, and it's all about winning the game, right? But he said, ideally, you'd like to win the game and get this deep pitching staff some miles put on them. Right. So last night was a time. great opportunity to use you know seven or eight different guys, get in and, and log some innings, and, uh, and let those mm-hmm. guys work. Because I'm telling you, man, that's a staff. Now let me advise the internet coaches that the team coming in this week, uh, Missouri State's 3-1, and one, They've actually played in three super regionals themselves. So uh, Missouri State is a quality team, but I got to tell you, we should sweep them and we should twenty run them every game. And if not, there's something seriously wrong, Luke, uh, over at uh, Pete Taylor Park. Well, you know, people uh, have perspective and opinions are, you know, like feet. They, everybody's got them. Most of them stink. But yeah, this is a high RPI team right now. I know we're I know we're early, early, early in the season. But you know, Missouri State through four games, the number four RPI team. So I mean, you know, uh, this is uh, at least early in the season. Uh, it's quality opponent coming in, back to back quality opponents because next weekend's uh, Indiana State team hosted a regional uh, last no year. So yeah. yeah, you 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 look at the the Marist series and then, but what comes after that and. If we start looking down the schedule, I mean, you've got a lot of big RPI games early in the season, you know, with Louisiana Tech and Ole Miss and Alabama, and but a, another opportunity this weekend to uh, to build, start building a resume. Speaking of Ole Miss, they played, uh, you know, they played one of those easy midweek games against a little Sun Belt opponent. No, that's right. Arkansas State beat them last night, didn't they, Luke? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I usually. No, I mean, I didn't know you were an avid Ole Miss baseball fan. I usually didn't keep up with them. But, yeah. All these years. Did, they, did, they, did they lose to Arky State? I didn't see it last night. Yeah, I believe they did. And, of course, who is Arkansas State coached by? 
former Mississippi State standout Tommy Raffo. Is that right? So he's used to They're that. actually off to a great start. I mean, they, they look like they could be pretty good this year. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're too, being too negative in this opening segment, guys. This well, is are. extremely too Well, Arkansas are. State brought in Peyton Trawick, too, who is supposed to be a young pitching uh, coach phenom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to to really yeah. get that pitching staff on track. And the other northern school uh, asked, asked, finally asked Austin P to go back home last night after they had beaten them two nights in a row. Good old uh, PU. Yeah, Austin P. So. <laughs> okay, en- enough of Well, we did we did in the bullpen last night. We had some guys, you know, making their their first appearance of the year, Sawyer Tony through Two-thirds of an inning, only gave up one hit, struck out uh, a, a batter. And I tell you what, I'm, I'm excited. I think really now there's two options at the back end with Middleton and and Payne. And uh, did did Payne run out to enter Sandman the other night? Is that Am I just dreaming that? What's that? The, the, his walk-up walk up music, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pictures. I mean, because, yeah. like, the, the cutter is very Rivera-esque. I know I shouldn't say that, but it, it is – 91 with a cut. It is a, it is a sick pitch. And uh, I just like his his presence on the mound and, and his mixability. And with him and Middleton on the back end, that's just a real real good tandem for Oz to be able to go to. Well, in all seriousness, the team played, I think, well last night. Tough opponent coming in here this weekend. I mean, this this is going to be a challenge. And, and a shout-out to both Jones and Pearl River baseball programs. I know Luke's going to talk to Mason Strickland a little while, in a little while. He was a Jones product. Gabe Broadus and Landon Payne that you guys both mentioned in this segment, they're both Pearl River guys. So that just shows you, you know, how this, this – uh, tunnel of talent you know just keeps funneling into uh to pete taylor park it's a good problem for it is for oz to have all right uh, look you've uh, got two big stars there with you today you're going to be chatting with don't you i do yeah in the next segment next two segments we're going to be talking to former baseball players from southern miss mason strickland and trey sutton who are now the head coaches of two Jones County teams, West Jones and South Jones. We'll get to them in just a moment. We should mention a huge night tonight for basketball. Yes. Men's basketball hosting South Alabama. And we are not – it was almost like we didn't talk about it yesterday, but but I think some of those suspensions that we talked about the other day are maybe in question tonight. So we'll have to wait till the starting lineups get announced in the women's game at 5 p.m., but they're at Monroe against Missy Bilderback. That's a tough tough matchup for them. You need to be full strength, and I, I'm not sure that they will be. And on the men's side, South Al comes in 5-9, and nine, and you would think that if there was going to be you know, a let-up in the schedule, this would be it. But all you have to say is it's South Alabama, yeah. you know, uh, who just seems to have our number. But if the Eagles are going to compete for that four seed, which we've talked, we've, you know, talked about ad nauseum, they've got to win at least three of these next four, and you certainly can't lose – either one to South Alabama, because that's like giving one right. back to the field. But the two Louisiana games are going to prove pivotal. And the same holds true for the women. They, they need to win three out of these next four road games, and, of course, that's a tough task. Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland there with Luke, and they're all at Southern Equipment. And is it so-so, Luke? Correct me now if I'm wrong. It's not. It's, it is. We so-so. are in the shadow of Calhoun Elementary School. So this is okay. actually this is my alma mater. This is Calhoun. In, in, suburb, in between so, so, so. Laurel, yeah, it's a suburb <laughs> suburb of Laurel and Soso, we should say. All right, we'll be back. More on the Eagle Hour next.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, second segment of the program is sponsored every day by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. And Miss Kathleen is the perfect lady to visit this weekend during Southern Miss baseball. If you can't make it to the store, just shop them online, CampusBookmart.net. Okay, Luke and the guys are at Southern Equipment uh, in uh, Calhoun. Is that Calhoun? I'm sorry. I keep mixing up. So, so. Calhoun. That's exactly Calhoun. right. All right, I got it right. And uh, he's with the great Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland. They need no introduction uh, to the Eagle Hour audience. So take it away, Luke. Absolutely. Here live at uh, Southern Equipment and Parts in Calhoun, right outside of Laurel. Trey Sutton, uh, all-time hits leader in the history of uh, Southern Miss, uh, 2005 to 2008. A much younger Mason Strickland than me and Trey. Uh, uh, 2018-2019. But Trey, you're the head coach at West Jones and Mason the head coach at South Jones. You guys compete against each other now but it's at two different levels and you're actually playing next week uh because west jones moved up to 6a but it's, it's gonna be fun next week though won't it yeah it'll be fun it i feel like you know when i first got here we were in the same district and uh those are those are some intense ball games some some great atmospheres and it's still that way you know you play play county schools and uh a lot of people in this county care about baseball, so it's always a good crowd, good atmosphere, and and good opponents uh, that make us better playing them. So I'll say this as a resident of Jones County: sometimes the parents were more intense than the players were. Okay, but you don't have yes. to comment on that, <laughs> Mason. What it, what is it like? Um, you know, the, the way that this this rivalry has has shaped, but but now, I mean, the fact that there's two two really really good baseball programs in this county and, and Northeast as well, Ian Sharp's out there and. Uh, along with with those guys, but I mean, what does it mean for you to be able to coach in Jones County? I mean, it just it speaks volumes to to where the talent is now in Jones County and where it was in the past, and it just ha- it hadn't changed. You know, Jones County, I I I've, I believe has some of the best baseball in the state, uh, some of the best athletes that around this area has to offer, and and just being able to be a part of it is is a blessing. Both of you guys played. In Jones County, we should, and you're actually coaching, you know, your alma maters. Let's talk about um, two two guys talking about the talent in Jones County, and, and Mason. Let's start with you. Let's talk about a pitcher that you've got on your squad that is uh, committed to Southern Miss. Southern Miss fans need to be excited about him. Yeah, it's uh, Mr. Cole Richardson. Oh, uh, y'all get to know that name a little bit more next year. Um, I, I I do think he's one of those guys can come in and, and make an immediate impact. Uh, the kid's a giant. He's six five. Um, and I, I call him String Bean because he, he he's got to put on a little bit of weight. But I mean, he's gonna he's gonna come out. He's gonna run the ball up to 92, 93. He can sink the baseball. He can he, he throw three pitches for a strike, and you don't see that often for a high school kid. Um, but definitely next year you will you'll have an opportunity to see that guy pitch. A and lot. he's got a lot of experience. I mean, he's been pitching since he was a freshman at South Jones. Yeah. So the year before I actually became the pitching coach at South Jones, I was at Northeast Jones and he was an eighth grader pitching varsity games. Cause wow. I can actually remember uh, one of the junior high games that I was coaching the game after the varsity played uh, South Jones versus Northeast Jones. 
and he started that game. And that was the first opportunity I got to see him, and we actually gave him the nickname Mike Soroka back in <laughs> back in the Soroka Prime days. And, and it, he looks just like him, he pitches just like him, and and he he is he is a great talent that speaks for uh, Jones County. Trey, let's talk about uh, another number ten for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Uh, One ten left, and it was really funny on the stat sheet after the first game. Something messed up in the database, and so Dustin Dickerson actually showed up in the stats column uh, on on the website, and it was because the the uh, your, your player um, who left, Dustin Dickerson, that 10 was replaced by another 10, Lawson Odom. And you need to tell our listeners and Southern Miss Golden Eagle fans, he was not a high school catcher. No, he was not. He caught a little bit for us. Um, he grew up catching uh, some as a kid, uh, but – but for us, mainly played shortstop and pitched. And then last year, uh, when Camden Clark kind of emerged on the mound, he's our, our main guy behind the plate. Uh, Lawson filled that hole once a week and uh, and did a really good job. And, uh, you know, when, when Coach Creel was kind of getting interested in Lawson, uh, he was like, well, can he catch? And I was like, I mean, he can catch. He can play third. He can play short. He can play left. I mean, he's he's a baseball player. And uh, – you know, it's, it was one of those things. I felt like if he got down there and got stronger and and hit well enough, he could he could he was a guy that could fill a role, you know, anywhere they needed and their need was at catcher. So uh, he got down there and he was really good for us behind the plate last year too, even uh, in limited work. But I think getting down there and doing that every day has uh, has really helped him progress as a catcher and. Uh, we were laughing watching the first few innings of the of the first game Friday. How animated and excited he is back there because he's uh, but he's really like that's hit like he's just that excited to be between the lines playing. So um, it's funny, uh, but you know if he hears this, just keep doing what you're doing. How but but how rare is that though? I mean that that is a specialty position that he didn't play in high school. Yeah, I think it just speaks to his athleticism, uh, and you know it. I think you see it sometimes in pro ball, uh, you know, middle infielder type guys that that they move behind the plate because they're such good athletes. They got good hands, uh, catch, transfer, throw guys that that are able to do that. So it's really just a matter of if you have the athleticism to do it, just getting back there and repping it and getting familiar with with that position more. Absolutely. All right, let's talk uh, skipper of the Golden Eagles. Coach Oz, Mason, I didn't realize this. You were telling me off air. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten or or didn't didn't realize it that Oz actually coached you for a semester, and it was right before baseball season in uh, in 2016 that he went to Louisiana Tech. He actually recruit, recruited you to play at Jones College. Yep, and, uh, that's what I was just well, I was just telling you off air. I uh, I actually still remember the text messages I got. I was sitting in the deer stand and. <laughs> I got. We all got a text message saying that you know he he appreciated the time and and but he he had to move on to better the to bigger things and and he left and we all had conversations about transferring out because he was one of the main reasons we went but we all stuck around. We ended up being super successful. But uh, won a national championship that yeah. year, Coach Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah, and um, man, Coach Oz is one in a million. Oh, uh, Southern Miss is very lucky to have that man. What was it about him? Because he recruited you. Because you you made mention to me off air. I mean, th- that's why you went there because you you loved him as a person. It's just the way he approached it, and and the way and it sounds weird, but as a pitcher, um, 
he he approached the game so much differently than what I had seen before. As in, you know, I, obviously I, I wasn't a I wasn't a guy that was going to run out and wake up and, and throw the ball 95. But he taught me that there's more of a mentality side to baseball than I had ever thought of. And having the the best mentality you could, uh, the strongest mentality you could, that can be enough to beat guys. And that's that's what stuck out to me. I, I still remember the recruiting visit. We and Jones was uh, and still top of the line in my book, but um, sitting in the press box and him like saying all all the things trying to get me to to come to Jones College or Jones County Junior College is what I know it as. Yeah. But um, trying to get me to come there, all the things that he he said to me about uh, you know just how the how he approached the mentality side of it, things that he worked on every single day and, like, breathing exercises. That's when I, I first got introduced to it, and I was like, I don't even know what this is, but it's pretty cool. Uh, and just different things like that. He, he He's he's played a big a, a big part, and that's the reason I'm coaching now is, is really because of him. You had him one year at Southern Miss, or did you have him both? I had him both. So so he came in 18. That's yeah, right. So, How cool is that? Yeah, so he, he actually he recruited me going to Jones. He left that first semester before season started. And then when I started getting recruited from Southern Miss, Coach Kai was the first guy. And that summer, the first message I got before I even got on campus was from Coach I. I said, hey, yeah. I'm coming to coach you again. That's, <laughs> like, awesome. that's awesome. Well, I know Bob will want to ask you. We'll ask you in the next segment. The conversation before and after the famous Charlotte tournament game. We'll talk more about that. Trey, what, why we all know it, but you being a former player too and you knowing this coaching staff, what, what makes Oz such a special skipper? Uh, I, I'd echo everything, you know, Mason said. I, I never played for him, uh, but have been around him, um, him being, you know, in Jones County and then down at Southern Miss, been around him and, and had a, had an opportunity to kind of watch from afar how he goes about his business. And, uh, I think, I think his results as a coach speak for itself. Uh, every, everywhere he's been and whatever role he's been in, uh, he's been successful. Um, and we've seen that. You know, down here at Southern Miss, when he came in as pitching coach, and and what what our pitching staffs have looked like, and and the things they've accomplished as as a pitching staff, um, and obviously he was really successful as a head coach at the junior college level. Uh, so you know, the, that that just makes you really confident in in his ability to lead our program, and um, especially I think too, you know, being there for a number of years with Coach Barry. Um, he, I'm sure some of that rubbed off on him, but, but Coach Oz is his own person too. So he, you know, it's, he's probably done things a little different than Forty did, but um, I'm sure there's stuff he learned. And, and the, this version of Coach Oz that we have now is probably uh, the best that, that he's been. Bob, good, good insight, great insight from these guys. No question. We look uh, forward to continuing our conversation with these uh, fine two Golden Eagles. We're broadcasting. Uh, the guys are at Southern Equipment and Parts. We're in Hattiesburg. We'll continue the conversation uh, with Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland on the other side of this Super Talk Eagle Hour break. Southern Miss 
to the top. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. This segment of the show is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. A great place to take in games when you can't make it uh, in person. A great place to have lunch every day of the week. And a great place to meet your friends just for a good time. 4th Street Bar and Grill right there in the shadow of the rock. Want to say hello to Genesis of Hattiesburg, the official auto dealer of the Eagle Hour. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest luxury vehicles on the road today. And coming soon. The all-new Genesis Showroom, Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Hey, we're at Southern Equipment and Parts uh, over in Jones County today. Uh, Luke Johnson is with two former great Southern Miss baseball players, Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland, and really want to thank Southern Equipment and Parts for having us back out there and, of course, for sponsoring the Super Talk Eagle Hour every day. Hey, if I can, uh, before you get back in here, Luke, if if I can ask uh, uh, a Trey a, a question, Trey, we're really happy to have the new number 10 uh, you sent to us, uh, the young catcher that's uh, been playing for the team early this year. But uh, it brings back memories every time you see that 10, and I don't know that it's ever going to be recognized anymore as not Dustin Dickerson's phone number. I mean, jersey number, not his phone number. Uh, was Dustin Dickerson the best player you have coached? And if so, what made him different than everyone else, Greg? Yeah, I uh, I've I've been fortunate to coach some really good players, but he uh, I think his mentality and uh, you know a lot of people he's he's that player that if he's not on your team you probably hate him and if if he's yeah, on your team so I can understand he, like that. he's he's that guy you know but teams need that uh, teams need those guys with an edge um, competitors you know he I. There were days, you know, that that he wouldn't have great days, but I always felt like when he came to the park the next day, he felt like he was the best player on the field, and that was kind of um, that's kind of sometimes, you know, Mason was talking about the mental part of the game earlier. You almost got to be a little crazy to play this game. Uh, sometimes, even when you fail, you show up the next day and you think you're still better than the guy across the the dugout from you. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I would say, you know, and, and his physical talent speaks for itself and, and his defensive ability has always been incredible. Um, and his bat really came on last year. So he's, he's, uh, you know, yeah, I'd say, I'd yeah. say that, that Very he's probably special. the best one I've had. Right, what, one more question for me with, uh, uh, I, I know that you, the, you live in Hattiesburg. Is that correct? Your, your home? That's right. Okay. Yeah. So clearly, when you bought that home, you could have had no possible idea that Kelly Sander was going to move across the street. Is that is that fair to say, Trey? Uh, had I known, we probably would have looked elsewhere. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, Kelly's great. Look, uh, we, we always saw Kelly walk. Just, be, just because the property value plummeted, that had nothing right, to do right. with me. It was an and, economic and you, deal. You weren't about to say you'd see <laughs> Kelly walk. Now, I don't believe that, Trey, because I don't – no, we were walking. Oh, okay, Me and my okay, wife and, good, okay. and dog and now baby, you know, because uh, your sister lives in there too, right, Kelly? That's right. That's right. Yeah, so we'd see him hanging out, and then he's like, hey, I'm going to be your across-the-street neighbor down there looking forward to it. And I was like, yeah, really? <laughs> well, no, it's great. It's great. And and now that I'm your neighbor, though, Trey, to respect the fact that you have a baby, when the baby, when you guys come walking by with the baby, I put my beer under the table so the baby won't see it. 
Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> he sometimes he has bingo nights in the backyard, so just be be careful yeah. of that. All right, we're we're here with Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland. Mason, let's go back May twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. Bob Getty uh, is worried to death right. that the Southern Miss Golden Eagles are going to be knocked out of the conference. I'm feeling kind of nauseous, Trey, when the game, uh, Mason, when the game started. I got to tell you, <clears throat> it, it's just it's such an iconic moment in. In, in Southern Miss postseason. I mean, backs against the wall, you come and you throw a complete game. And it was a shutout. And we lived the fight another day. When Oz approached you before the game, Coach Barry approached you, and you knew that it was all you. How, how, how long did you know you were going in that game? What was the conversation before the game? What was the conversation after the game? So we were all in a little bit of a panic mode like i said earlier because we had just dropped that game to charlotte we we shouldn't have we 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 played pretty flat that game and um i actually uh coach oz texted me that night when we got back to the hotel and told me we were that i was pitching and a little bit of panic came over my over my uh stomach and mind and all the above um but before the game i mean that's that's something that i've done uh, multiple times when I was my both years at Jones and even in high school baseball, I've, I've always been a starter. And when I got to Southern Miss, I was not a starter, uh, which is fine. But at that moment, it just kind of just felt normal. Um, you know, I was just going to go in and give my best effort and, and see what happens. And I guess I got lucky enough to to be on the winning end of that. Um, but after the game, I actually – so uh, – Little, little little backside information. Uh, today is my me and my wife's uh, wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary! And my, thank you. And my anniversary gift this year. Um, I've never watched that game like whatsoever. Really? Never. I've never been able to find it. And my wife has found it and she got it on a thumb drive. And I watched wow. it today for the first time. And after the game, I actually still it brought back so many memories because after the game, I, I I watched and you can see. Uh, Coach Oz gave me a big hug after the team meeting and everything. It's like, okay, I, I do remember some of this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, he just – just the way he, he went about it, just um, – he, he I remember him telling me just, like, we don't want you to get – we don't want you to throw a complete game. We want you to give your best effort, get as many outs as you can, and give us a shot to win the game. And, again, I was just lucky enough to – to be on the the winning end and, and throw the complete game, like yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's it was crazy. It was it was amazing. It's great great stuff to share there. Let me ask you this about Oz, as because now as a head coach who was a pitcher, how, how does he knows the game right? But I think some people say, okay, a pitching coach takes over. Will the offense let off? So, so obviously not. But I'm saying help help. Help the uh, you know the listener out there that, that that goes through their mind how to understand that. Which you know the big thing, I, I, and Trey can touch on this a little bit too. I think at the very beginning of the season, the bats are the last thing that comes about. Oh, the pitching should be strong because we're we're facing live and and all that stuff through January. The the hitting is it's going to come along, and you saw it last night. I mean, I, I watched the game on TV, and I mean, we hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just that simple. Oh. And there's no need to panic. There's no there's no panic in it. We're what are we? Six games in? Five games in? Five games in? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of season left. This is it's not a sprint. It is a marathon. We will be fine. But but Trey, understanding that 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 uh, you know from the head coach mentality, you know the 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 listener or the 
the average baseball fan may say there will be overall program-wise less emphasis on offense because of pitching good, which is nonsense, but help people understand that. Yeah, I mean, as a as a head coach, even if you have a pitching background, you still got to score runs to win games. So that's not going to be a, a point of, you know, less emphasis. Um, and he's got he's got guys there, Coach Creel and Coach Brewer, uh, that do a great job with our hitters. And uh, and you know, when Oz was at Jones, I think Creel coached third, you know, third base coach for for him over there. So uh, Creel's been you know he's in a familiar spot um he's worked with he knows these hitters he knows knows what he's doing i know a lot of people out there sometimes question that but uh he uh he knows what he's doing and and he's now in a even more familiar spot probably for him having you know worked for oz as a head coach and and being the third base coach and running an offense for him so uh yeah it and like Mason said, the, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. We're five games in. You know, people were freaking out about Sunday against Marist or really the whole weekend. We only had 14 hits, this, that, and the other. But, um, yeah, we're five games in. And baseball is unlike – you know, football, you've got 12 games. Yeah. And uh, and so maybe, uh, maybe it's easier to – you know the panic is more real earlier because you don't have as many games but there's going to be ebbs and flows and ups and downs and you know um a 56 game season we actually talked about that yesterday was people processing baseball as they process football and mason there's no monday morning quarterback in a baseball (laughs) weekend right (laughs) no and i I can actually touch on what trade kind of just said too you know i'm a pitching guy i have a pitching background and it's kind of funny, you know. We were we were actually practicing yesterday, and I think I've had to stop myself because I'm trying to put too much emphasis on the hitting side more so than the pitching side, because we want that part to be successful. And and that's I mean I, that's that's what Coach Oz is doing too. I mean he's he's trying to think it just like we are, and he, he it's going to be fine. Is that just like Trey said? Five Absolutely. games in, so it's going to be an exciting week next week. You guys play each other twice, Tuesday at South Jones, and then you return the, the favor to uh, to Soso on uh, on Friday night, March 1st. You guys excited about next week? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, anytime we hook up and play, it's it's a great high school baseball atmosphere. Uh, they've got a great ballpark, great atmosphere. We feel like we do too, so uh, really looking forward to it. Mason Strickland, Trey Sutton, thanks for joining us today, guys. Good luck to you this season. And, uh, yeah, see what happens next week. Thank you all for yeah, having us. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good stuff, Bob. No question. Guys, we appreciate you being on the show very, very much. Uh, more to come from Southern Equipment and Parts right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour live just outside of Laurel in the Calhoun community. Southern Equipment and Parts 
on Highway 84 West. We appreciate Trey Sutton and Mason Strickland, former Golden Eagle baseball players, Golden Eagle greats, um, spending some time with us. And uh, next week, yeah, if you're in if you're in the free state of Jones, there's going to be some really good baseball Tuesday night at South Jones, West at South, and then Friday night South Jones at West Jones. Those are non-region games, and with uh, West Jones moving to 6A, South Jones staying in 5A. But uh, high school baseball is here, and uh, we uh, we are thankful that two of the uh, the head coaches in Jones County are former Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Southern Equipment Parts cares about high school baseball and uh, sponsors are remote today here. And we're here with the, the owner, Ramey Johnson. And, uh, Ramey, thanks for having us today. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for being here. And also appreciate the guys coming out talking about baseball absolutely it's that time of year it's that time of year man a lot going on here at southern equipment and parts some new stuff since we've been here last and you guys are, are a, a dealership now yes uh we've invested into uh, uh kubota engines and yanmar engines uh i know a lot of people say well it's kubota anything kubota but no it's the kubota engines uh there's a lot of different pieces of equipment out that run Kubota engines it's just not Kubota tractors or, or excavators or whatever uh Yamar same way uh both are the real dependable engines uh using a lot of different applications in, in this industry and uh also you know they're they've been around for a very 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 long time both are Japanese made engines and uh uh you get real good service so We've invested and, and became a dealer uh, first of the year, and uh, we are a full-service dealer, so we're able to, uh, you know, diagnose any, any problems or anything with the with the uh, equipment. So. so people purchase the engines from you, and if, if they have, uh, you know, equipment that they need an installation or service on, you guys here at Southern Equipment and Parts offer that to the customer. Absolutely, and if you know, if a customer, let's say, has bought an engine uh, or even a piece of equipment, and he's got an engine problem, per se, uh, you know, we're we're able to being a dealer, we're able to cover that warranty work as well. So that's that's huge, and when you because I think the average person that has never purchased this type of equipment before or a tractor they start looking at one and man it's a it's a significant investment when you're talking about the different levels of of land management or just uh you're doing some some work on on small acreage or even big acreage i mean it's a it's a it's a pretty significant investment for these uh this equipment absolutely you know you know a lot of guys this is their livelihood so you know we we're uh we're proud to, to be able to be that uh have that service for them, keep them going. You've got a saying here, and uh, it's on your website, that a company is only as good as its people. And local businesses, something about people walking in here. I walked in here, and your your desk is on the sales floor. People see the owner. People see the the, the individuals that are going to work uh, on their equipment. And, you know, that quote really stands out in, in today where sometimes you have to make 15 phone calls to actually talk to somebody. Somebody can walk in here meet you, see you, and know who's going to be working on their equipment. Exactly. Hands-on, yeah. So, you know, when, we, when we're thinking about uh, Southern Equipment and Parts out here on Highway 84, very visible location, and you've actually got um, some, some units on site, too, that, that people can, uh, can see and can get from you. Yeah, exactly. We do still offer the excavator, many excavator rentals. Uh, we also uh, not only rent them, but sell them as well. 
And then we got some used equipment as well, uh, used tractors, used uh, skid steers, stuff like that. So the second half of your uh, your company name, Southern Equipment and Parts, is because you got parts in here. You got there's all kinds of things on your sales floor that that people can take advantage of for their equipment. Absolutely. You know when I came up with that name, Luke, I I wanted it to sound that not just one. I wanted that name to be able to wrap around everything we kind of do and and what we focus on and it's not just equipment and it's not just parts it's equipment and parts so people come out here on highway 84 west um in calhoun and see you anytime remind our our uh, listeners of of your hours and and the days you're open during the week yep absolutely uh monday through friday 7 30 a.m to 5 p.m our shop is is here our mechanics on staff uh from 7 30 a.m to 4 p.m and here, probably in the next few weeks, we'll be op- opening back up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Good stuff. The, the website is southernequipparts.com, Southern Equipment and Parts in Calhoun. Mr. Ramey Johnson, thanks for uh, hosting us today. Appreciate y'all being here. Absolutely. Yeah. Bob, it's been a fun day out here. Yeah, and uh, before we get ready to go, big basketball tonight for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, important game for both the ladies on the road, the men at home. Hope everybody will come here in Hattiesburg and uh, – and root these guys. I want to thank Town & Country Cleaners, uh, Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaners for many, many years since 1983. And also Mo Bay Company at 2902 Hardy Street in Hattiesburg uh, for their help in putting this show on the air each and every day. Kelly Sander is off to Pearl River Community College tomorrow. And uh, when you see Trey Sutton tonight, try to buy him a cake or something to help him offset the property value loss he's suffering. Well, I keep telling him he's got the age. It'll bounce back. Just give it 30 years. He'll be all right. And then you won't care because you won't. My next move will be in a pine box, folks. (laughs) All right. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Patrick McGee, James Vernon, Justin Harris. Full show. Hope you'll join us. We very much appreciate you listening to the show every day. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.